1: Hello, Nate. Hello, Joanna.
0: And hello everyone, and thank you for listening.
1: We are Stranger than. A podcast discussing unsolved mysteries, weird occurrences, misunderstood phenomena, and creepy happenings. If you like our logo art, take a look at Catthulu Art on Facebook. The link will be in the show notes.
0: Today we're going to talk about the Hope Diamond. And the possible curse surrounding it.
1: Another curse one. Mm-hmm. Had you heard very much about the Hope Diamond before all of this?
0: I've just like heard the name thrown around.
1: Yeah. There's, it's in but a, I, uh,
0: I didn't know really a whole lot about the history of it or that it was supposed to be cursed. Yeah.
1: It's in the Johnny Cash song. Or a Johnny Cash song, not the Johnny Cash song, since there's lots of those.
0: Yeah, he did do more than one, that's for it was sure. one with him
1: and his wife, and it was a long-legged guitar-picking man. It's the name of the song, I believe.
0: Hmm. So, it's a pretty good song.
1: The Hope Diamond was born in the Kalur Mine in the Juntur district of Andhra Pradesh, India.
0: And it's probably, at this point, about 1.1 billion years old.
1: And one of the most famous jewels on the planet. The original stone was procured by a French guy named Jean Baptiste Tavernier. De Tavernier was a gem merchant and a traveler. Between 1630 and 1668, he made six trips to Persia and India, which was some serious shit back then because it was wind and ore. And you're right, on a wooden that boat. wasn't
0: like a quick journey. I mean, no. it's not a quick journey today. I'd be like, oh my God, it's like a fucking 20 hour plane ride. What a fucking pain in the ass. But. There, it's like, oh, this is gonna be like twenty weeks or something, right? Months or like, to get there. Yeah, it's gonna be like nine months to get there or a year travel time. That's a long. That's and then once you're there, like God knows how long it takes to get to the interior and where you land. Oh yeah, just
1: and be, to do it six times.
0: Jesus Christ, that is some that is some serious commitment to that's, your yeah, trade. There,
1: that's the truth. Well, according to legend, in 1642. Tavernier stole the original stone from the eye of a statue of the Hindu goddess Sita, wife of Rama. It weighed 115.16 modern metric carats and was of perfect clarity.
0: Now, does Sita have a lot of arms like Shiva does?
1: I'm not sure. I know that she is a benevolent goddess, and she's virtuous. I think she's a mother goddess of some sort
0: have you seen that have you seen that cartoon rick and morty
1: i have seen some episodes of that it's fucking insane
0: oh my gosh my imaginary boyfriend has like the hugest boner for it and then i go to watch it on hulu and i notice you know there's like the green line it's already been like watched on your account and i'm like who the fuck (laughs) what and i go to jarek and i'm like have you been watching rick and morty he's like yeah mom (laughs)
1: right well it's it's Popular for a reason. It
0: is popular, but I'm thinking of the episode where they end up on the planet with the super aggressive like monkey males and then like the women who have like the arms coming out of their head. They have like a few different sets of arms, but it's like an all women ruled planet and it's fucking awesome. But, you know, that was just what came to mind when I'm thinking of like the Hindu goddesses.
1: Yeah, I know very little about Hinduism in general.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. And yeah, neither do I. I don't know fucking things, shit about Hinduism. Yeah,
1: included in that is the amount of arms our deities have.
0: Right. So allegedly it was cursed, though. He was cursed because he took because the jewel yeah. from from the statue. Yes, yes. From the sacred statue.
1: So he called this stone Tavernier Blue. And he sold it to King Louis Fourteenth, who was known as Louis the Great. He was a French king. And he was the longest reigning king of any monarch of a sovereign country in all of European history.
0: Wow. So Unlike Louis serious... the Dick, who, I don't know which Louis that one was. But they I'm had sure a there, lot of I'm Louis. I'm sure there was one somewhere that was, like, known as Louis the Dick.
1: Probably. <laughs> they were kings, and so kings are kind of dicks, so.
0: Most kings are kind of dicks. That's definitely It was just
1: punishable true. by death to call them Louis the Dick. <laughs> So he sold the stone at Tavernier sold the stone in sixteen sixty nine for around two million. It's kinda of hard to do inflation from way back then, but around two million. And he also got the title of Baron. So that's nice for him. Yeah. In sixteen seventy eight, the court jeweler recut the stone to the sixty eight carat diamond that was called the French Blue.
0: Now I wonder what happened to like the other like fifty fucking carats. Because that's, that's quite a cut down.
1: I feel like some of it would, and the original stone was was rock, was actual just rock. It and probably
0: it had, wasn't as clear in some of the parts. Maybe. You know how
1: when you go to a, one of those places, like a souvenir shop on the side of the road, when you go in eastern Washington and they have those amethyst things? Yeah, well, would you I know it? They
0: have those in other states, too.
1: Stop your filthy lies. <laughs>
0: That's one of the fun places to do and like all the national parks have like a fucking gift shop with like rocks and shit. Right. Well, I'm
1: sure this probably was was like (laughs) that on one side. It was just the rock with the diamond coming up off of it. I'm not 100%.
0: I've never seen like a diamond that was like still in the rock before. Neither have I.
1: The only diamonds I've ever seen is on like wedding rings and stuff. Right. I mean, only other people's.
0: Yeah. I mean, I've seen like amethysts. Both connected to the rock and then oh, yeah. also yeah. in its, you know, nicely cut form.
1: The form that they sell it usually. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess not so much in the case but of But I, I
0: have not never seen any other ones that are like that, though. I don't think I've seen Garnet. I haven't seen Diamond, Sapphire, Ruby, none of that. Like, and it's still rock form. Amethyst is the only one I can think of. Huh. Can you think of any others that you've seen? I can't. Yeah, that's the only one I can think I've of. I've seen
1: Copper in rock but copper isn't really a gem
0: (laughs) no that's a metal
1: yeah it's a metal it's close it's kind of like a gem (laughs) well the metal
0: and gems are very similar yeah they just grow (laughs) in the same place they just go together they're like peanut butter and jelly completely not the same thing but
1: two great tastes that go great together Mm
0: -hmm, yeah exactly you gotta have something to you know set the gem in
1: that's true there you and go. the french blue was set in gold
0: and it had a little ribbon because that was like back in the ribbon necklace days yeah yeah
1: and so the king it was like would a wear choker. it uh, now i've seen it said that tavernier was killed by wild animals of some sort
0: wild dogs supposedly when he went back to russia but that i don't think that's actually factually correct i have read a few sources that said he died when he was eighty three years old in Russia from unknown causes in Moscow in, like in Moscow in
1: like sixteen eighty nine in Moscow so
0: and you're eighty fucking three I mean that's that's not unusual to die at eighty three these days no, just of no old age yeah. it doesn't have to involve a pack of wild dogs, maybe it did, but I so, don't
1: so there's that allegation that yeah. you know possibly the dogs possibly not
0: possibly the dogs ripped him to shreds.
1: It's also said that King Louis the Great, shortly after he wore it for the first time, ended up dying of gangrene.
0: I heard it was smallpox. I also read it was smallpox. Gangrene or smallpox. Either one, not wholly unusual for the time that they were living in.
1: And the fact was he was possibly diabetic. When there's not enough blood supply in an area, that's when gangrene sets in. Mm -hmm. And when you're diabetic, that's a circulatory disease. And when you don't know what diabetes is and you're just...
0: Right, because it's like... You don't you know, know it's
1: 16, 1700s, seventeen like, yeah. Mm. Then I'm sure. So it is it was one of the two things. Hey, could have been both, right? The reports that say it's the smallpox is he was he felt pretty bad about all the people he was around. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, I didn't want to like expose you to this, right? Uh, after his death, he was succeeded by his great grandson, who is Louis the Fifteenth. The numbers are just for the monarchs. You don't get a number before you become a monarch, I guess. Right, because
0: it's just <laughs> to keep track of like the monarchs with that name, because that's his like grandson. So obviously there's like, great a grandson. Son. Okay, so then obviously there's like a son and a grandson of different names, or maybe they're also a different Louis. name. They are a different no. They are a different name and number because if they were a Louis, they would be fifteen and sixteen.
1: Unless they never became king because they lived and died. And so they're just. I
0: guess that's true. I so, guess you don't automatically get it if you're. I I was thinking you still got it as long as you were a legitimate child.
1: You only get the number when you become the king. Okay. Otherwise, you're you're just Louis. You don't okay. get the fifteenth or the great or whatever.
0: So you're just Louis again until you're actually crowned, and exactly. then you become like the next number. Exactly. Uh, so in seventeen, they could have been still a different name too. They had a lot that's of Philips. True. That's true because there th- were a lot of Philips of and France,
1: and oftentimes they would. Changed their name when they became kings as well, so their name could be, you know, Jeff, and right. then they'd become king, and they go, "Oh, I'm going to be Louis now because I think I'll be no another one, Louis." King Jeff, nobody I mean, likes King on.
0: Jeff One, you know. No,
1: that's just that's foolish.
0: I'm going to make my name a name for myself. I'm going to be Louis the goddamn sixteenth motherfucker.
1: That's right. They won't forget that name. Mm-mm. There was fifteen before me. Mm-hmm. So in 1749, Louis had the French blue. Louis the fifteenth had the French blue set into a pendant for the Order of the Golden Fleece, which was an old-ass Order of Knights. A pendant had a shitload of jewels on it. Some red spinel made a dragon. Uh, below the dragon, there was red-painted diamonds that was like a flame that surrounded the French blue. And then under that, there was yellow-painted diamonds that were in the shape of a sheep's fleece. And there was tons of diamonds all around this as well.
0: Definitely jewelry made for thugs. Straight up. <laughs> and
1: now going back a bit, the Madame de Montespan, was a mistress of Louis the Fourteenth. She fell from favor when she was implicated in the affair of the poisons. Uh-oh. Uh, briefly, that was just something that happened from 1677 to 1682.
0: Did there, it involve poison? There
1: was a bunch of poisonings. The victims were rich people and they were poor people. A couple people got tortured into confession,
0: hmm. uh, which
1: led to investigations.
0: Did any of them have Tylenol bottles in their homes?
1: They didn't say. (laughs) They didn't say. I don't think so, because I don't think Johnson & Johnson was a company in France yet. Right. But I would advise them to remove them, throw them away, or give them to the authorities if they do. These investigations led to all kinds of alchemists and the like getting rounded up. And then, under torture, they would give out their client lists. And so they named people that were up as high in society as the king's inner circle. So this is, you know, basically a witch hunt. This ended up with thirty six people being executed for murder and witchcraft.
0: Wow. Except it was kind of a witch hunt if it like a for real thing, not just like, oh, I made I saw her dancing in the woods kind of witch hunt. Yeah, If somebody yeah. was actually, like, fucking poisoning a shitload of people. Right, like, and they don't, I mean... I mean, there's no excuse for torture and all that kind of stuff, I'd say, but...
1: There was someone poisoning motherfuckers. There was some...
0: If there was actually somebody legit poisoning and killing people out there, I mean...
1: Now, the reason that's all pertinent is because she had been allowed, allegedly, she had been allowed to wear the French blue shortly before she was named in this whole clusterfuck.
0: Did Louis Fourteenth? draw her like one of his other french girls
1: maybe no she (laughs) wearing
0: just the diamond was she wearing just the diamond? that's
1: probably the case (laughs) just like i I think she had like six or seven of his kids so they were sexually active wow so maybe i don't know
0: maybe after six or seven kids she didn't want to be drawn naked i wouldn't want to
1: maybe not or maybe they (laughs) were just no it was different time they thought it was beautiful (laughs)
0: like
1: hey that's beautiful
0: yeah, I'm totally like hot by um, 19th century standards. Nice and plump now in the like the arm and leg area, and,
1: and you got some busty. kids, so they yeah, know that you're. Bu- yeah, I yeah, mean, they know that you're you're fertile.
0: Yep. Back when it's like, oh, a little soft dimpling—that's—that's that's hot.
1: Man, you were born six hundred years too late.
0: Even like a hundred years too late. Even, like, the 1800s, that was kind of popular. We'll get
1: a you're time you. You're supposed machine to be plump
0: and soft and white with no color to your skin. None whatsoever. And no firmness at all. The, the man will provide down- the firmness. God. You're a sick <laughs> bastard. The downside was that, you know, you had to stuff your softness into a corset, but, you know, what else?
1: You win some, you lose some.
0: Yep, Exactly. So okay, so
1: so she wore so the French she blue. Wore,
0: she wore the French blue, possibly to be drawn naked. Yes, kind of yes. like in Titanic, yep. because that's kind of what I, that's kind of what I see when I look at the Hope Diamond. It's like, oh wow, the Titanic totally like ripped that off. Oh like, probably. To make the, yeah, the Heart of the Ocean. Have you not wa- seen fucking Titanic? I, I have
1: not watched Titanic? Jesus
0: fucking Christ. I, I can't believe you want... have not seen that goddamn movie. You need to just watch it for reference, for fuck's sake, because it is a giant. Blue diamond that is surrounded by white diamonds on a diamond, you know, pendant. Like very much how it looked when, you know, that one heiress had it. Right. So, except it's like kind of heart shaped, but yeah, and they call it the heart of the ocean. Blah well, blah the, blah. But yeah, but it's it's totally very a obviously of the blue like the diamond,
1: a of the French blue.
0: Yeah. It was it's a ripoff of the, the Hope Diamond, basically. Because the Hope Diamond is vaguely heart shaped. Yeah, and it has the same Setting, or I think they changed it like more recently, but the setting it had for a really long time. Once that heiress lady had it, yeah, that's exactly what it fucking looks like in the movie. All right, so maybe she got some some cursing going on for fucking wearing the goddamn French blue. No,
1: she was beheaded, but it was also nineteen years after Louis died. Um, and she was beheaded during the French Revolution where most people were beheaded.
0: Yeah, like a lot of – I mean it didn't – if you were like French high society, you better fucking – Oh, man. It
1: didn't – if you weren't revolutionary enough at times, like as people were going getting progressively more revolutionary, the people who before were revolutionaries were now conservative because of how mm-hmm. revolutionary everybody had gotten. And so they start lopping their heads off. It was a – not a good time to be hanging out in France
0: yeah it's like kind of when he went all like Saul Guerrera where in Rogue One where he is rebellion but then now he's like too extreme for the rebellion right right yeah
1: it was very similar to that mm-hmm. yes except he would be the one cutting off the yeah except heads. instead of
0: the yeah. more conservative rebellion going after him he would be the one cutting motherfuckers up for not being extreme enough exactly gotcha
1: so after the death of Louis the XV, 15th, Louis the 16th and his wife Marie Antoinette got the diamond, the French blue, and, and they it, were both seen wearing it all the time. Yeah, they wore I, that shit constantly. Marie Antoinette's friend, Princess de Lamballe, she handled it because she was the favorite lady in waiting. All three of these motherfuckers beheaded.
0: Also, I think probably more due to the fact that it was the fucking French Revolution. It was also the French Revolution. I mean, Revolution. Marie Antoinette and uh King Louis the Sixteenth I mean that's one of the most famous executions, oh yeah, like ever, yeah, Olivia's really fascinated with Marie Antoinette because uh she really digs like guillotines,
1: totally, mm-hmm, Madame la Guillotine, mm-hmm,
0: yes, so we've had a a lot of discussions about Marie Antoinette and why she got her head chopped off, so
1: so you're basically an expert.
0: Basically, yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) And uh, it was because she had this cursed diamond.
0: Right. I watched the movie, too, so... That helped with my expertise. Kristen Dunst. Oh, there you go. There you go. She had to give birth in front of, like, an audience.
1: That's how you did it back then.
0: (sighs) That's fucking horrible.
1: For everybody involved.
0: Oh, my God. Like, no thank you. Like, oh, here's, like, your fuck. I mean, that would suck to be, like... A monarch, I feel like no privacy, like whatsoever. Well, no, nah, there it's was like, a... you always just got fucking people all around you. Well, there wasn't and... much in the
1: way of privacy back in the day, regardless. Right. And people were live- basically living in one room, and
0: I guess your
1: parents were fucking to make the next, your next brother or sister while you're asleep next to them or near Gross. them in the room. Yeah. Well, in 1792, the French Blue disappeared. It was okay. either stolen by a revolutionary mob, or there's another story that says some thieves broke into the royal storeroom. It was either unlocked or they broke into it. And they found the crown jewels, which they stole.
0: Well, I heard that the pro- crown jewels became, like, property of, like, the state or something. And then it was, like, the the shit was, like, looted and by revolutionaries and... French blue goes missing.
1: It was stolen regardless of, right. of exactly I mean, what happened. Right, I mean,
0: yeah. It disappeared.
1: Now, at this point, it's sort of up in the air what really happened. Uh, there's stories about a Dutch diamond cutter named Wilhelm Falls. He's thought to be the guy that cut the French blue down to what it c- currently looks like today at its 45 carat size. His son stole the diamond from him. He either died of grief or was murdered by his son, and then his son committed suicide. Hmm. Now, I didn't find anything about these two, except in relation to the
0: diamond. Sounds a little Lord of the Rings to me. A little bit. You know, this diamond's just like, everyone's like, eh, my precious. Right? (laughs) Uh,
1: There is a portrait painted by Goya of the Queen Marie Luisa of Spain. It was painted in 1800. And there is a gem that resembles the French blue at its 45-carat size. Uh, I mean, nothing really bad happened to her. She followed her husband, Charles IV, into forced exile but and it's also a painting
0: mm-hmm. and
1: so you can you know
0: maybe they just embellish maybe paint she whatever was wearing you want something else
1: there. maybe she didn't have it on there you i know? mean
0: these days we have instagram filters and photoshop back in the day it was a goddamn painter and be like okay i want you to paint my skin a lot more clearer Like do not you know, smudge out my crow's feet. Could you paint me like one of those French girls? Right. (laughs) And can you like add a necklace that's like really cool? And and and, like make my boobs look bigger. And perkier. Mm Mm-hmm. Give me some more cleavage than what I currently have. And make my face a little bit. You know, skinnier, but I guess they didn't really care about that back in the day. But like, make my wig look nicer. Yeah, yeah.
1: Could you really a... make my forehead higher?
0: Yeah, and I, I want to be, you know, add a really fabulous pair of earrings in there too, and different colored eyes.
1: Well, in September of 1812, a London diamond merchant named Daniel Eliason is reportedly in possession of a blue stone similar to the French blue, same in color. This is reported by a John Francillon. Who is another london jeweler funny thing about this is that this report so so the john princillan he he writes this memo regarding the stone and he's got a little drawing on and everything and it was dated two days after the stone had been missing for 20 years the statute of limitations for the theft of the stone was 20 years
0: that's interesting. Is that like a widely known thing? Like that was how much under, did like the average person know about like statute of limitations? Well, that was basically? under
1: Napoleonic law, and mm-hmm. I'm sure at this time when people are getting more political, but does because Napoleonic of the revol-
0: law apply to England. I would imagine so. I don't know. I I would think that it would be well. I guess when kings,
1: well, it was it belonged to France, and yeah. so if it just shows up someplace else, then France could probably take. To court to get it back. I mean, I'm sure you could do that right. some, something similar nowadays. If probably if someone stole, like a country stole something crazy from somebody.
0: Yeah, it's just interesting because you know, it's you like think... who would really know that? It's
1: true. Although these people are also they're diamond merchants and jewelers. These motherfuckers have money, and so they're probably well, learned. yeah. And I'm so just... they probably know about laws because you know they're dealing in.
0: I'm just saying sometimes when people approach um, a historical thing with, like, knowledge of today, like, we know, like, a lot more about what they knew, what, like, a lot of other oh, people collectively right, right. knew. Like, oh, by the way, this was actually the law, but would that person have known it was the law at the time, or are we just kind of, you know, projecting that because we know?
1: I would expect that they would know just because of, I mean, they weren't just some lay person on the street. Yeah. And especially if they purchased a stolen diamond, they probably knew the laws behind all of that. And
0: <laughs> it's like you, some person just making inquiries. inquiry. So, you know, what is like the statute of limitations on like a stolen jewels from France? Like, like
1: I don't know. We'll find out in six months when I <laughs> write a letter to someone who knows <laughs> and they can get back and, you know, get it get it sent back to me. Yeah. So it's unknown who Eliasson got the stone from. It has been hypothesized that a man named Francis Beaulieu was the seller. Beaulieu had traveled to London from Merseille for this purpose, but before he could make the transaction, he died of typhus. Eliasson, upon finding the body of Beaulieu, just took the jewel and kept the money. It's thought that maybe one of these guys were working on behalf of the king or something. Possibly. uh, Which is how the rumors of George IV of the United Kingdom having it. United Kingdom was established in 1801.
0: Okay. Now, didn't he die, like, in massive debt?
1: Yes, he did. And the lady, he was fucking, stole a bunch of his shit and sold it to pay off his debt. The diamond bean allegedly the diamond being a part of that. But he died in 1830. And so that would mean Eliasson or whatever would have had to give it to him before it was confirmed, like, 100% known that Thomas Hope Author, philosopher, banker, <laughs> purchased the stone for either 65000 or $90,000 in 1830.
0: And that's where it got its name from?
1: Almost. Because he, he died in
0: 1831.
1: Oh, damn. Uh, the diamond then went to his that brother. That diamond killed
0: him fucking quick, didn't Fucking it?
1: quick. <laughs> uh, the diamond then went to his brother, Henry Philip Hope. And it was shown in an eighteen thirty nine catalogue of his gem collection. Now it's known as the Hope Diamond. Okay. So eighteen thirty nine.
0: And then didn't it go to a grandson after that another uh Hope?
1: Well, he it? died that same year, eighteen thirty nine.
0: Jesus <laughs> fuck. This goddamn diamond's like really starting to fucking like rev up its game a little bit here.
1: A little bit, yeah. Now his widow, she held on to the diamond. It's Luisa de la Poor Beresford, I guess. It's a hell of a name. Uh, she would wear the diamond to all kinds of rich folk parties. So out in high society, she's just sporting this diamond. Well, yeah, it's a uh,
0: gigantic fucking diamond. I mean, what a great and show it's blue, of fucking wealth.
1: One of the bluest diamonds to be found. Yeah. If not the bluest. She died in 1856. So she had a pretty good run of things. After, you know.
0: Well, maybe the diamond liked her. Maybe,
1: Maybe. Maybe it did.
0: <laughs> Maybe it only killed those that displeased it.
1: So the children of Thomas, which are Henry's nephews, because Henry didn't have any children of his own. So Thomas being the person that originally purchased it in okay. 1830. His children fought over their uncle's inheritance for 10 years. Eventually, they got his shit all split up. And his eldest nephew, Henry Thomas Hope, ended up with the diamond. Henry Thomas Hope was the chief fundraiser for Isambard Kingdom Brunel's Great Eastern from way back in our Ghost Ships episode. the
0: Great Eastern. Yeah. Known as the big giant fucking failure.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so Hope, this Hope, died in 1862 at 54 years old. Then the, that diamond went to his wife, and she died in 1884. So the diamond must have liked her too, because it hung out for a while. Mm-hmm. And then it went to her daughter's youngest son. So he wasn't a Hope. His last name wasn't Hope because it was his daughter's, so he had you know mm-hmm. had a different last name. So he was given the diamond, but not until he was of legal age, where he and then he had to change his last name to Hope.
0: Lord Francis Hope. Is Lord that who Francis was Hope Speaking of
1: That's right. Now he lived like he had a never ending supply of money. Basically, he was a degenerate gambler. His money ran out. Now, he couldn't just sell the diamond unless he got court permission, which he did in 1901. For 29,000 pounds, it was sold, which was nearly 3 million today. He had this ex-wife, May Yohi. allegedly... He let her wear the diamond at parties.
0: Is it May or Mary? I had damn Mary.
1: I think May Yohe was her stage name. Oh, okay. Because she had a long name, and I believe Mary was was the start of it.
0: God, people are fucking names. Like you know, know, that was like still a time when it's like, oh yeah, I have like six fucking goddamn names.
1: Yeah, yeah. Nowadays, it's like Butch says in Pulp Fiction: "You're in America. Names don't mean shit." That's right. So allegedly. She was allowed to wear the diamond at parties, and allegedly she had a copy made for her to wear while she performed. She was a singer or an actress or a singer and actress. Stripper. Uh, Something. (laughs) Burlesque. Uh, Lord Francis denied all of this. She did die in near poverty in 1938 of heart and kidney problems. They they got divorced well before that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Lord Francis ended up remarrying, had three kids, inherited a dukedom from his brother in 1928, and died in 1941 at 75 years old. So it seemed like things went sort of all right for him once he got rid of that diamond. Right. The diamond made its way to Adolf Wheel, I believe that's who he sold it to. Mm -hmm. who was a London jewel merchant who later sold it to Simon Frankel, who took it to New York. Now, I couldn't find any information about Wheel except that he was a jewel merchant in London and that he had purchased the Hope Diamond.
0: It changed hands many, many times.
1: There's all there's lots Story. of stories, yeah. I mean But you it's know, crazy. kind of
0: kind of very late eighteen hundreds, early nineteen hundreds. It yeah. it changes hands like a huge amount of times. Do you have some of the hands it changed too? Um I think you've covered Did I cover the ones that most of them After Frankel's I have that it was Next sold to a Salim Habib, who, I guess, put it up for auction in Paris.
1: Yeah, he was possibly working on behalf of Sultan Abdul Hamid. Mm -hmm. And either like right this was in 1908. And right around this time, either Habib himself was having, having financial problems or the Sultan was his throne wasn't secure. Whatever the case, they did throw that up on auction,
0: and it was purchased by a C.H. initial, an initial name, uh, Roseno, and then sold to Pierre Cartier, which Cartier Diamonds is still thriving to this day. I believe is it really? Yeah. I'll be oh banned. yeah, that's like a that's like a fucking major brand no, I mean, of diamond to get, is if you have a Cartier.
1: Interesting. Well, there's another story. That the gem was stolen by a eunuch named Haver Arga, who was working for the Turkish Revolutionary Government.
0: A eunuch like in modern times.
1: Well, this was the early I mean eunuch. That's
0: modern enough. I don't know of eunuchs running do you know what, around along. Do you know what
1: eugenics is? Sort of. So that's where I mean, like uh, in the early nineteen hundreds in America.
0: Oh well yeah, they when they're trying to like but eunuchs? They did that's
1: it's another way to do it. You don't want you don't want a specific people to be able to procreate. Well, you're going to give them hysterectomies, the ones that. Have that stuff. Oh, yeah, I mean – Or you're going to lop off their balls, the ones that have that stuff.
0: Right. I,
1: so, I mean, I can definitely see them, especially where the this was. I do the
0: hysterectomy and sterilization. I just didn't think they actually lopped off balls. I didn't think they did that to, like, any guy, like, depending, you know.
1: Well, look at where this is, too. This is in Turkey in the early 1900s. Right. I'm sure it was a little bit harsher there than it was in, in other
0: places. Hmm. It's just interesting. When I think of, like, eunuch, I think of, like, ancient slaves. times. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not
1: 150 years ago.
0: Right, exactly. Like, really? There were eunuchs running around just that short of time ago?
1: But that eunuch ended up getting hanged.
0: Sounds like that eunuch had a pretty shitty life. Yeah, got his balls cut off and got hanged. And then he gets hanged.
1: Yep. Uh, So, yeah, then it went to Cartier, you said, which is the people today. So,
0: in between... The last couple of sellers and Cartier, some fucking eunuch stole it and got hung for well, it. Allegedly, the
1: thing is, is, that that was reported in the Sun, which was a New York newspaper in
0: 1909.
1: Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, just like all the shit like about sources, King Tut. People. I yeah. mean, it's like,
0: uh, hey, well, I kind of believe about King Tut because no, but I
1: mean, what all the what all the the newspapers reported right, about it, how that's all true. the bullshit it just, mm-hmm. just spit out. That was just what they did.
0: Sensationalism, it was, yeah, because yeah, that doesn't even happen at all today.
1: No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. We're totally
0: over-sensationalizing the news now.
1: So uh, after old Pierre got his hands on it, he contacted Evelyn Walsh McLean. She was a socialite.
0: An heiress, much like Paris Hilton.
1: Uh, yes, except I think she was less Paris Hilton-y. So he tries to sell it to her, and she and her husband decline at first. So he has a reset, and then... He brings it back to him, and they're like, oh, okay. All right.
0: Now we'll take it. Now we'll take it. Spend a little time with the diamond, Evelyn. It's going to grow on you. So. Uh, I heard that this is kind of actually where, if you don't believe in the curse, that this is where the curse actually comes up. Because she was claimed to have said that things that usually bring bring people bad luck bring her good luck. So that he might have actually played up on the bad luck.
1: Right, right. End
0: of it to sell it to her. 'Cause he really, really wanted to fucking close this deal, I guess.
1: Well he did close it in nineteen eleven.
0: For whatever a, he did worked.
1: For a hundred and eighty thousand to three hundred thousand. Today that's four and a half to seven and a half million dollars.
0: That's a nice little profit there. That
1: is a nice little profit, especially because he purchased it for significantly less than that. Mm-hmm. I don't have the actual number, but I remember it being significantly less. He
0: made a nice profit off of it.
1: (laughs) So, Mrs. McLean, she wore the shit out of the Hope Diamond. She was frequently seen sporting it at social events until her death in 1947. Now, she did suffer some tragedies after buying the diamond. She lost his son in a car accident.
0: Yeah, he was like, he was nine and he he just got run over in the road.
1: It's fucking Washington, D.C., man. Her daughter died of a drug overdose.
0: Yes, now I've heard drug overdose and suicide.
1: Possibly Maybe one brought on by the other. Right, yeah. right.
0: But yeah, also tragically young at the age of 25.
1: And her husband ran off with some hussy and eventually died in a sanitarium.
0: I bet she was not so sorry about that one, though. You Probably know? not. She was he like, ran off with a hussy. It's like, yeah, that's what you get for being a fuck shit.
1: So the family newspaper, The Washington Post, also went bankrupt.
0: And her mother-in-law died. But again... Maybe not such a bad thing in her eyes. Do I right, like? Nah, she was probably a controlling bitch.
1: So Mrs. McLean knew about the alleged curse of the Hope Diamond, but she did not attribute any of her misfortunes with the Hope itself at all. I would tend to sort of agree with her. I would think like that's a shitty bunch of luck. But I bought mm-hmm. a lot of things. It could be anything if I believe in that sort of thing.
0: Now I watched an interesting documentary and. I just love this thing because it just took me right back. It is an old school, like, canned music narrated by Leonard Nimoy. Oh, yeah. yeah like, Leonard, did you watch that? And it just oh, took me yeah. right back to, like, when you're when we were in school. And I was like, so, children, today we're going to watch a movie for the afternoon. In Search and, Of,
1: right? That's the name of the show. I don't know. Something like that.
0: I can't remember. But, yeah, you put it on the old school projector, and you're just like, yes, fucking movie time. Because even the most boring goddamn sciencey or history film was...
1: Better than listening to your fucking teacher. Better
0: than listening to your fucking teacher. It's like, yes, I love fucking movie day at school.
1: Movie day, yes. Movie day was the and best. And
0: it just took me right back, because, yeah, it was just total like, movie day music, and Leonard Nimoy is narrating...
1: And the quality is just as shitty as yeah, it would just have been. It's
0: Totally shitty quality. I can just, I can almost hear the projector in the background. Yeah, the plane, yeah, Like sitting in my in my desk with like the little chair that's like attached to your metal and wood desk.
1: I had very <sighs> few of those actual desks.
0: I had a few. It just depended on what grade you were in.
1: In high school, they had a lot of those.
0: Oh God, I remember that, but yeah. but. Elementary school was where it was at with like the old, old ones. You
1: lift the top. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I do remember those now. I still feel yeah. like I still feel like my chairs were always separate.
0: Sometimes they were, and sometimes they weren't. There were. You're right about the ones where in high school, where it's just like a, like a flat surface. It doesn't have like the underneath to store all your stuff because yeah, you don't stay in the same class.
1: Yeah, they don't want your shit.
0: But anyways, regardless. It just took me right back. But anyway, in that documentary, he made he gave some sort of quote. I don't have the exact words, but just she said something along the lines like like, you know, it was as if she wore like an evil talisman around her neck. Interesting. So, she was attributing a lot of the tragedy in her life to the Hope Diamond. So, so there's but, conflicting I mean, reports on that as there's well. There's <laughs> definitely conflicting reports, but then it also says, like, she didn't want to fucking take it off. Even for, like, goiter surgery, she had to be, like, talked into taking it off. Like, that's when you have a giant fucking... How are you even wearing a fucking necklace if you have a goiter?
1: She got the got band expanded or, or something? I don't know. I don't
0: know, <laughs> but it's just like, Jesus fucking Christ, lady. So, I don't know, maybe it kind of went back and forth with it because she wore it obsessively. You would think that if she really did think it was cursed, she wouldn't... Do fucking it. Fucking wear it. it.
1: Yeah. But she did. Who knows? Now, she also lost a grandson in Vietnam, but she was already dead. Right. The The diamond was well out of the family. Because and, and she
0: didn't die. She died in like 47. 47. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So that's just a thing that happened to a lot of people that went to Vietnam, unfortunately.
0: Right.
1: She would willed the diamond to her grandchildren, and they were supposed to receive it. Once the eldest one turned 25, she had hoped that the joint ownership of the diamond would keep it from being sold, you know, kind of keep it in the family, Mm -hmm. since they would all have to agree to sell it.
0: They all needed to, like, keep the cursed diamond.
1: Unfortunately, the trustees that were in charge of the diamond until the grandchildren were old enough to take possession of it managed to somehow get permission to sell it to settle her debts. And so it was sold to Harry Winston in 1949, which was two years after her death.
0: He actually bought several things. She had several other huge diamonds.
1: He was a pretty big deal.
0: He was a pretty big deal. And she was apparently like a major jewelry hoarder. In addition to the fucking Hope Diamond. She also had a, like a 94 carat diamond. It was called the Star of the East. Uh... A 31-carat diamond, which is now known as the McLean diamond, her last name. Oh, yeah. And there was a 9-carat green diamond and a 15-carat diamond called the Star of the South. Not a bad thing to put your wealth into. That's a lot of fucking diamonds, and I think Harry Winston uh, actually bought them all up.
1: He had a laundry list of famous-ass diamonds.
0: You would think, how he many was, diamonds, I mean, how much fucking debt did she have? For fuck's sake. I don't know. You sell all those diamonds, that, I mean, how much did all those have to be worth, I wonder? Well, I don't know
1: if, I wonder if they just wanted to also sell that stone. I don't, I don't know how it worked.
0: Neither like, do I, but damn, you got 15, 31, 95-carat fucking diamonds? I mean, Jesus and fucking Christ. And the list of the
1: shit he had in his collection at one point in time was intense. That's
0: it was a crazy. long list.
1: He was—regular people knew who the fuck he was. Mm-hmm. In the Marilyn Monroe movie, Gentlemen Prefer Blondes, he's referenced in the song Diamonds Are a Girl's Best Friend. Oh, they because talk he was like the Harry diamond Winston guy. Because he was the man with the diamonds.
0: It's like Al Capone is like— Gangster number one, fucking Harry Winston is fucking like the diamond, the diamond man, number man. one, yeah. yeah.
1: Well, in 1958, he sends a registered first-class package to the Smithsonian.
0: Oh, I mean, I wondered when we were gonna yep get to this.
1: This contained the Hope Diamond. <laughs> this gift of the diamond is believed to have broken the curse. Only someone pure of heart would not suffer the diamond's curse, and in fact, break it. In this particular case, pure of heart meant someone that wasn't trying to make money off of it. And uh, both the package and the diamond can be seen at the Smithsonian today.
0: Okay, or maybe just Harry Winston had a fuckload of diamonds, and he probably still got a tax break for this, for donating it. Oh, probably.
1: It. Probably. I
0: guarantee you. So it's like, let's let's donate the one that maybe is cursed.
1: He ended up dying in, you know, just a few days before 1979 of a heart attack.
0: So he had a pretty long life.
1: Yeah, especially because it wasn't bad to smoke for most of his life. So Mm -hmm. he was poisoning poisoning himself for probably quite a bit. I don't know if he smoked or not. It wasn't even like
0: bad for for us to smoke half of our lives. Oh yeah,
1: not until like the late 90s. Since the Hope has been moved to the Smithsonian, it's gone to the Lou in France. It would go from Winston's house back to the Smithsonian a few times here and there. And it even made its way to South Africa once for a consumer exhibition. There was this newspaper article I read from the new york times it was from 1911 and it listed the past owners of the diamond and their fates i mean yeah it's a hundred year old newspaper over 100 years old but i couldn't find any information on any of those people
0: yeah because supposedly there were several others that had come up in contact with the diamond that ended up dying under weird circumstances. And
1: then I would go and I would, I would Google them. And I, I admit, it's just internet research, right? But mm-hmm. I would Google these people's names and it wouldn't come up. And one of them was a fucking Russian prince. And you'd think that a Russian prince who had been killed by revolutionaries would come up somewhere.
0: That shit should be on Wikipedia. But I mean, the, they only, got- <laughs> the
1: only place it ever came up was in relation to the Hope Diamond.
0: Mm-hmm. So,
1: I mean, again, back to sensationalized news, I'm sure i'm not i mean in my opinion it's all just bullshit and those names were just put there mm-hmm. to
0: it's like it
1: drive up the price of the diamond or just right. as a good story it's just i don't know it's hard to say
0: sell newspapers i mean shit at that time it's like it's not just like oh hey there's your internet service that you pay for and stuff goes viral but really you don't have to like pay for it like back then you had to like pay for the goddamn news right you had to buy the newspaper to find out yep. the latest info on you what was to, going on with m- the fucking hope diamond most
1: people had to leave their house to get it yep there was no sitting around in your underwear or less reading the news right not unless you'd already you'd get your
0: fucking smartphone and just you know plug into social media and read the news no you had to go out and get the goddamn paper it was hard yeah extra extra read all about it
1: Well, a lead cast was found in the Paris National Museum of Natural History. It happened to be a lead cast of the French blue, and it was discovered in 2007 in the gem collection at the museum. Like, they just forgot it was there. Previous to this, researchers only had hand-drawn pictures of the gem to reference.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, because I don't think they had photography back in, like, the 1600s and 1700s. They did not. (laughs) Uh,
1: So these hand-drawn pictures are quite detailed and they did allow for a computer model of the French blue to be made. Researchers have been pretty sure that the Hope was cut from the French blue. However, some measurements were not included in the drawing. Once they found the lead cast, they were able to laser scan that into a computer and confirm that they are correct.
0: So it is definitely, the Hope diamond is the French blue. The
1: Hope was indeed cut from the French blue. The lead cast had been cataloged into the museum in 1850, but they didn't have any acquisition date recorded. It was donated by the Accard family, who were Parisian jewelers, but no one knows how they got their hands on it. They were jewelers to the crown, but not at the time where the French Blue was even around. So Hmm. the likelihood of them having made it themselves is pretty slim. The cast had a label on it, and it said that Mr. Hope of London was in possession of the French Blue. So that's interesting.
0: The cast that's supposed to be...
1: Of the actual French Blue. The cast of the French Blue, of the previous to what the Hope Diamond is.
0: Okay, yeah. But wasn't that made a really long time ago?
1: Uh, The cast, they believe, was made in the early 1800s, 1815-ish. And the reason they believe this is because other things that were recorded in at the same date were made around that time.
0: So then... So not they would have really. had to have inscribed that after, because, I mean, 1850, did did uh, the guy have it at that point? 1815? Uh,
1: 1830 was when A Hope bought it. That was when the first Hope bought it.
0: Okay, so this thing allegedly was like made like 15 years before A Hope even bought it, but it says it, that Hope owns it. And
1: it refers to it as the French Blue, and it's a cast of the French Blue, not of the Hope Diamond. So with this information, investigators have come up with a timeline for the events after the crown jewels were stolen. They believe that the Hope family left Holland for London to escape Napoleon around 1794-95, because mm-hmm. that's when Napoleon was rolling around Europe, beating people to shit. There's evidence that put Cadet Goulot, which is someone who is a possible thief of the crown jewels, in London at the same time. He is alleged to be... One of the people that broke into the warehouse that was had the the right. They had all the
0: the crown jewels.
1: Yes, so it's possible that this guy put the jewels into Hope's hand in the early 1800s. So Hope got his hands on the diamond, but had to pawn it when Napoleon was doing his thing, blockading and running rampant over Europe, because Hope's bank he was a banker Mm -hmm. they were financially unstable because of all this shit. And so it would have been around that time that he would have possibly sold it to Eliason,
0: Who then gave it to King George?
1: If that was happened, yeah. And then got it back. And then
0: got it back when when he died and had to get all his shit settled.
1: Exactly. Interesting. And that's also, I mean, one of the reasons they would have cut it from the French Blue to the Hope Diamond is to disguise it. Mm -hmm. France was a big deal. Napoleon was a big fucking deal. He was...
0: And that diamond's a big fucking deal. Yeah, that a big diamond's, fucking diamond, yeah, you know? Yeah, no shit. Big fucking expensive diamond. I'd be like, ruler of France? Like, this was, this was France's diamond. I want my motherfucking diamond.
1: I wonder if France's petitioned to get it back, or if they even can at this point, since it's been purchased and donated to the Smithsonian. Well, Maybe- you
0: know the Smithsonian is never going to let it go. Oh, no. They're like... It's in the Smithsonian's evil clutches. Exactly. Exactly. The They're Smithsonian like, conspiracy. like, for you, France.
1: Like, you don't even have a royal family anymore. What do you need crown jewels for?
0: Right. This is ours now. This is our fucking cursed diamond. That's not cursed.
1: So that's pretty much what I have as the story of the Hope Diamond. Mm-hmm. You have anything else there, Joanna?
0: Not really. Just what's your, what's your take on it? Do you think it's cursed?
1: I don't really think it's cursed. I feel like if it was cursed, every single person something fucked up would have happened to a little bit sooner. Like, you can't say something's cursed because someone held on to something for 20 years and then died.
0: Right. I mean,
1: you know, we all have a fucking expiration date. Exactly.
0: I mean, death is like a thing that happens to everyone. No one is exempt from that. So really, it's not because of a curse always.
1: I would believe, and we know I don't believe it, I would believe the curse of King Tut over the curse of the Hope Diamond.
0: Oh, fuck yeah. Because that's a fucking mummy thing. Mummies are fucking cursed as shit. <laughs> I don't think the diamond was actually cursed. I think that fucked up random shit happens to people. Oh, you know, that is one more thing I, I had heard was that the guy who delivered the thing, the, did you hear about the mailman who delivered the package to the Smithsonian? How he got his like leg crushed oh, and his house yeah, burned yeah. down. Yeah. But again, I think sometimes like life is just total shit for some people, and the fact that you handle the diamond... That's was just, you, a that was just a thing I that happened. Was just a thing that fucking happened. Yeah. Same with like, oh yeah, fucking this king dies of smallpox, oh, like people died in the French Revolution. Shocking. I know. <laughs> All these rich people
1: got their heads cut off? No fucking shit.
0: Yeah. And then, I mean, even the heiress, I mean, people fucking... Rich people had... Just as much fucked up lives as poor people, like yeah. back then into this day. Oh, yeah. Like
1: a kid getting hit by a car or something that just, that's shit, just, just, just fucking happens. completely it's random. terrible and it's fucked up, but it happens. It
0: happens, yeah. So, no, I don't think that the Hope Diamond is actually cursed because I'm not 100% on. If I knew for sure it had been removed from the idol, I'd be more likely to and that's think all legend. that that's cursed, but somebody had. I think an author had explored this in a book, and I'm sorry, I don't know what author of what book, but there's been a few written about it. But I guess the the initial shape and cut of the stone led this person to believe that it wouldn't have been, allegedly it was in the forehead of the, of the statue of Sita. Oh, right. And that... Probably a jewel that size and shape wouldn't have been representative of an eye. I guess is probably what was.
1: I can see that more of yeah. a hat of some sort or something.
0: Well, I think it was suppo- It was supposedly in her forehead as a third eye. Oh, yeah. well, I, that's yeah, and that's what, uh, like, Troviet trophy- Tavernier. Tavernier, that's what Tavernier had. Pried the diamond allegedly. Allegedly, when he stole the diamond, it was in the in Sita's forehead as a third eye. Right. But this author thought that the shape of the original diamond, somebody wouldn't have chosen that to be like an eye shape or whatever. Right, like if they were right. Doing, making a statue of this Well,
1: unless the third deity, eye was not being depicted as a literal eye, but more well, as a, yeah, a but giant just that blue it, thing it just coming out of your head.
0: Probably she knew about other statues at the time or something in that yeah. area and that yeah. it just seemed like an unlikely choice for that to have actually been part of a statue
1: the authors probably put way more yeah <laughs> uh, research into it than i have and probably knows yeah. a lot more about ancient hindu <laughs> exactly. absolutely so, anything than i do so
0: that's why that's another reason why i'm tending to believe it's not cursed is because it wasn't i don't think it was part of a a thing in the first place that maybe, and it's not
1: even confirmed that he stole that, I mean, right? That's just, exactly. That's a legend. There's also stories that say he bought it.
0: Yeah, because that's kind of what his fucking job was—he was a goddamn merchant. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So, so, so yeah, this whole—I mean—it's kind of like an Indiana Jones like spin to it. Like you know, pried it out of some yeah, sacred right, fucking right. statue, and now it's cursed and.
1: I do think it has an interesting history, though.
0: It does have I mean, a very interesting. history. It got history. around quite. A, it did. I mean, all the I mean, hands, it, you know, the changing of the hands, and
1: and the fact it was a part of some really, really famous people, Marie right. Antoinette, and you know, Louis. And then the it gets Grey stolen, and, just, and then it yeah.
0: resurfaces, and it's still like a big thing. It's like you can't, you can't keep this diamond fucking quiet. You can't. It, uh, no, no.
1: I and mean, fortunately, there's plenty
0: if, of shit that's just disappeared over the years, never to be seen again. But the Hope Diamond has persevered.
1: And if it had a curse, it no longer does, according to what the everyone believes. So there you go. Yeah, the Smithsonian's, the Smithsonian's still around. Smithsonian's like,
0: yeah, no problems at all since we've had it.
1: We're good to go.
0: We're good to go. Sometimes I'm a little like suspicious of their assurances that there haven't been any incidents yeah, involving well, the diamond, but we'll, we'll, get we'll just into have the Smithsonian to take. <laughs> sometime, I guess I'm just gonna have to take their word for it yeah, this time. This time.
1: All right. Well, then uh, that's kind of what I all I got. And sounds like that's all you got. That's all I got. Next couple episodes are going to be uh, listeners choice episodes, so
0: stay tuned.
1: Stay tuned and we will talk to you next time. Take care now. Do you find yourself researching scary ghost stories and haunting tales? Can't get enough mysteries and unexplained phenomena? Then Haunted Visions is the podcast for you. I'm Brandy, And I'm Rachel. Come join us as we dive into stories of the paranormal, spine-chilling history, and adventures into the darkness of the unknown. You'll also enjoy listening to eerie paranormal encounters submitted to us by our awesome listeners. Look us up
0: on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. And if you find yourself craving more chills and thrills... Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and join the Haunted Visions Facebook group. Sleep tight. And don't let the ghosties bite. Do you enjoy the Stranger Than podcast? Please let us know. Rate and comment on iTunes. Check out and like our Facebook page, facebook.com slash strangerthanpodcast. Our Twitter, at underscore Than or drop us an email, strangerthanpodcast at gmail.com. That's strangerthanpodcast, all one word, at gmail.com. Also, feel free to email us any strange, mysterious, or misunderstood stories or topic suggestions that you'd like to share or hear about.